I guess, you know, officially summer hasn't begun. As a matter of fact, we're not even in meteorological summer. That starts on the 1st of June. But once you're through the May 2-4 weekend, I think most people feel like we're in the guts of summer. And certainly last night, I don't know how it went for you. I didn't hear a thing. But there were fireworks. I don't know if we haven't heard any indications of public disorder like we had last year. Every year in Montreal, it's an excuse to start bonfires and become a public nuisance. Uh, Toronto, last year, you may remember people using Roman candles like guns. Uh, It doesn't seem like that happened, but I'm sure the cat and the dog probably didn't have the greatest evening last night. Carmi Levy is here, our tech expert, because it's time for Tech Tuesday. Nice to have you, sir. Good to be back. Yeah, I'm going to have to go check on the dog afterward as well. She had a pretty bad weekend with the fireworks. Oh, really? So sorry for her. Yeah. Uh, our guy is edgy about everything, but we're not close enough to any major fireworks for him to get it, you know, upset about it. So oh, tell, tell me about the right to repair. Is this an actual thing? It is an actual thing. It was kind of buried in the budget at the end of March, the federal budget, but they included a provision that they are going to implement a right to repair for electronic devices and home appliances by next year. Uh, And coming up this summer, they're going to have a public consultation process to ask Canadians what they think, what kinds of uh, provisions would they want in any kind of proposed legislation that they come up come up with. Anyone knows this, you know, you, you go to Facebook and you see people, they post pictures and stories of things that are broken. What should I do? Where do I get it repaired? There are no repair shops anymore. You don't fix things anymore. You just replace them. You can't even replace the battery in your iPhone. And that's all by design, which of course makes it more expensive for us to repair if we want to, if it's even possible. Uh, or you know, we're still stuck buying something new long before we probably should. It's kind of sad. It's kind of wasteful. Really bad for planet Earth. And the government wants to make that change. Okay. Um, Facebook parent company Meta is being fined in Europe, if I understand the story correctly, for $1.3 billion. And again, if I understand the story, because it was a bit dense when I was reading it this morning, Carmi, my understanding is that this is all about the information they can mine out of you in Europe, but then sell for use elsewhere. Yeah, uh, Europe has something called GDPR, which is General uh, Data Protection uh, Regime. And basically what that is, is that uh, it's the world's strongest privacy regulation, privacy law. And it prevents companies in Europe from allowing data to just be shared or stored uh, on servers in the U.S. And that's what's been happening. That's what Facebook's been doing. It's just they're not keeping it in Europe. And by allowing it to go to the U.S., where intelligence agencies have said they will pick it up and use it and scan it. Uh, They are violating European law. Biggest fine in the history of this legislation, which kind of sends a message. But more importantly, Facebook, uh, owned by Meta, if they comply, they will have to literally rebuild their entire compute infrastructure. So data centers will no longer allow data to just cross the ocean. It'll have to be categorized, compartmentalized, massive impact, not just on this company, but sending shutters across big tech because the way they do business, "Ah, just set up a data center wherever and wherever the data goes, it goes. Uh, That's no longer going to be possible because now privacy matters. And if your data ends up in the wrong country, you're going to pay big time for it. Okay, so was it being shipped to the U.S. for use or was it being shipped to the U.S. under the pretense that, well, that we were not storing these records in Europe where it's illegal, we're storing them somewhere else? 
Yeah, in many cases, it was just cheaper to set it up in the U.S. Build one big data center for global, uh, set it up in the desert in California, and then everything goes there. But there, of course, are political and legal implications for doing that. Uh, they didn't want to set up data centers all over the place because it's a lot more expensive to do that. you got to get billions of dollars to build these facilities and then hire people to run them. And then, of course, your network costs on top of that. They don't want to do that. They don't want to have different rules for every country. Uh, the whole idea of the Internet is that it's just big global resource with no pretext to geography. Well, the EU says different, and the EU is saying the cost of doing business for technology companies is about to go up. And when you, uh, you know, post a comment on your German friend's Facebook page, where that data goes is about to change pretty significantly. Our tech expert, Carmi Levy, is on patrol this morning. And let's talk about this fake Pentagon explosion. And increasingly, it's becoming hard to know whether or not anything is true when you come across it in the in digital media. It's frightening how fast this moves. So a, a photo showed up on social media on Twitter of uh, an explosion. It looked like an explosion near the Pentagon. Uh, and literally within minutes, the stock market had responded to it. It went viral. The stock market was down 85 points specifically because people thought, well, the Pentagon was under attack. Well, it was very quickly debunked, and and the, the truth ultimately got out, and eventually the stock market reversed its losses. Uh, and then, of course, everyone started to chime in, saying, "Well, you know, if you look really closely at the photo, you can see that the the fence blends into the sidewalk in in some places. The columns aren't quite right. The sizes are different. It was clear that it was generated by AI, and it was apparently." retweeted by RT, which is the Russian state uh, uh, media platform, as well as other conspiracy theories. So pretty clear that something was iffy. But what's scary here is that it gets out. And in, in that few minutes between when it's released and when it's debunked, things can happen. People can freak out. Stock markets can fall. we got to do a better job of catching these things. be interesting to find out if anybody shorted anything and then you know executed the trades in the immediate aftermath. Uh, if not this time, John, then certainly yeah, sometime yeah. soon. I think what we're seeing is a lot of experimentation, people figuring out how to game the system using AI. So tell me why or how, uh, this is a very mysterious story, engineers managed to build a house out of dirty diapers. Well, because when you build it out of concrete, we know that concrete based on sand, not very environmentally friendly, creates a lot of greenhouse gas emissions. Sand itself, really bad for the environment when you dig it out of the earth. Uh, and so some researchers came up with a way that said, hey, what if we could replace some of the, you know, there was not all of it because uh, you still need some for strength. But what if you could replace a certain percentage of it uh, and uh, using some other material? And they realized, hey, wait a second, diapers are... They're readily available. Uh, they are uh, obviously cheap because you don't have to make them. They're already out there. And guess what? Really good insulator. And they actually, they did some studies and they actually saw there is strength to this stuff as well. So um, a team of engineers from a Japanese university, they uh, did the research. They've actually built a house that shows that yes, it is cheaper, it's better for the environment, and it is just as strong as a regular house. The only problem here is they haven't quite figured out the economy around it. They, they need to scale it up, and that's kind of the next step. They're looking for uh, construction companies and manufacturers who are willing to take it from one house to thousands. Okay. I'm also wondering about the smell, but I guess they somehow mm -hmm. industrially clean these things or what? Mm -hmm. 
They figured out a way to clean it. Uh, they say that the level of bacteria in the poop house is no higher, no different than the level of bacteria in a regular concrete house. So I'll take it on faith, but I'm going to stick to my conventionally built house for now. I, I don't want to take that chance. Thank you, sir. Thanks, John. That's Carmi Levy on a Tech Tuesday. Tomorrow will be White Coat Wednesday. So we'll talk medicine. And Dr. Mitch Shulman is going to be here.